I'm Taylor Squellia, and this is Girl, It Is Time to Thrive. Welcome back to another episode. I am so excited you guys are here. I just want to say thank you for listening to Girl, It Is Time to Thrive. If you're new here, welcome to you. If you like the episode, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Those are always really helpful. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram. And if you ever have any questions, you can just shoot me a DM and I will pretty much always answer. Like it's pretty rare that I don't see a message. Anyways, I want to get into today's topic. I posted a poll on Instagram and I was like, do you guys want business or do you want self-care and mindset? And you guys surprised me. I really thought you were going to say self-care and mindset. I, I doubted you know, I guess I doubted you guys. I was really thinking it was going to go in that direction, but you guys surprised me and we are now in the business direction, which is great because I had two episode ideas. Both are good. I'll probably do the self-care and mindset one later on in the season, but for now, let's talk about business. Let's talk about life. I asked if you guys wanted to learn about launching and my strategy, what I'm going to change, what I learned, And yeah, obviously, I'm very new to digital courses. I launched my first course in January called the Confident Cook Course. It is a beginner-friendly cooking course that incorporates the cooking basics with meal planning and grocery shopping for your household. And this is because I did a lot of market research. So let's start with that. If you want to launch a product or a business or service, I really recommend doing market research. And how do you do that? Well, if you have an audience on Instagram, I always say start there or TikTok or Pinterest or wherever you might have an audience. Just start doing polls. Start, you know, seeing what people like, seeing what people don't like. You can also start asking friends and family. So do market research. And then another thing I did, and I did it in a very um, non-aggressive way, is I was in a couple of groups with women and I just said, this is my idea. I'm not going to slide into any person's DMs, which I I did not. I did not reach out to a single person, even though they were my ICA. But your ICA is your like target person. Even though they were my target audience, I did not reach out to them. I honored my word and I honored their answers. If they wanted to reach out to me for further information, they could. And some of them did. But I did not reach out. So I said, I'm doing market research. I have an idea for a business. And I just want to know, does X, Y, Z, whatever, does anyone, does this resonate with people? Do you have questions in this area? And I was very detailed. I asked very specific questions. And then, like I said, I'm not going to slide into your DMs. I got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of responses because once a couple people started responding, they realized like, wow, this girl really isn't going to slide into my DMs. They really, she really isn't trying to sell me anything because at the time I didn't even have anything to sell. And if I did, I still would have honored my word. And I think that's all, you know, for me, that's a very big thing. I hate when people start a relationship and they just go straight for the sales pitch. It is my absolute pet peeve. You will not sell me a single thing if you just cold DM me and you're like, hey girl, love blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, thanks. And I try to be really nice and conversive. 
and engaging. And then within the third message back, they're like, so do you want to hear about my business? Do you want to hear about my product? Do you want to do this? That might work for some people. That is not who I am. And I wanted to make sure I honored that while I was doing market research, as well as obviously having my business. So step one, if you are trying to start a business, do your research, learn everything you can about the topic. You might be an absolute expert in the field of your niche, but being an expert on people is what is going to make you sales. So being an expert on your ICA, your target audience, you know, your customer avatar, that is really going to be more helpful than you being like, I know that I know every detail of this of this topic. I know the science. I know whatever, you know, whatever it is, it does it. Of course, you have to be an expert. You should be an expert. There's probably people out there selling stuff that they don't know shit about. So do your market research. Don't just be an expert in your field. Be an expert with your audience. And that's going to take practice. I'm not quite there yet. I still need to figure out how to reword stuff how to articulate myself a little bit better and that's going to come with practice and I'll talk more about that at the end of the podcast when I talk about what I'm going to change. So yes, do your market research, learn your target audience, be willing to pivot. You know, I actually had one idea first and I did a little bit of a pivot because I was seeing that this other issue that is still in the same area of what I wanted to teach was more of a concern. So the Confident Cook course is culinary based where it starts with the cooking basics, but in the middle of the four modules, so two modules are on meal planning and grocery shopping because hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of women were saying they don't know how to grocery shop for their household size. They're throwing out food every single week. Their grocery bill is almost as much as their mortgage. They don't know, you know, because then they're working all day and they come home and they have to make dinner and that's just exhausting. So they're throwing out food. Meal planning's not even on their like radar. The reason I didn't just do a culinary course, which was my original idea, is because people were like, I can figure out how to cook, but I don't know how to survive cooking. Does that make sense? They were like, I don't know how to not throw out food. I don't know how to even get to the cooking process because I'm getting takeout so much. I am spending hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on groceries and takeout every single month that it's killing me. It's suffocating me. It is something that it is an expense that I feel as if I can't control. Even though we can control our food expenses, we actually do have the ability to control that. It, it, there is going to be a food expense because we need food to live, but we do have control over that area. And right now with inflation, it's definitely going up a little bit more. And I think I'm going to do an episode on that in a couple of weeks. But, you know, these this was the feedback I was getting. So I was able to pivot my idea in this, instead of just a culinary course, because you know what? If they wanted to go to culinary school, they would. These were women that have businesses. These are women who have children and they were like, I don't know how to cook food every night or multiple times a week. So I pivoted into another area that I'm extremely passionate about anyways. And that is why I put that into my course. So do your market research, be willing to pivot when you get that market research. Those are the first two steps of starting a business. All right, next 
creating a timeline. So for me, my launch was extremely stressful because my timeline got so fucked up. I mean, like really messed up because I got COVID in the end of November and I got it really, really bad. I was pro- I was out of work for four weeks. So I got my ass kicked with it and um, it put me behind schedule so much with my course because once I started feeling better, I also had to pick up more waitressing shifts because I waitress um, or I did wait- just waitress. Now I have other things going on as well. So as a waitress, if you don't work, you don't get paid. So I missed a month's worth of income which is pretty crazy, especially around the holidays. Um, It really screwed up my finances uh, a lot more than I expected. Thank God I had a savings account and have an emergency fund, which if you don't, I recommend listening to one of my episodes. I think it's episode two or three, and I talk a little bit about that. Anyways, my timeline got screwed, and I made the decision, which I still stand by my decision, However, it seems a little insane. I only decided to, even though I was four weeks behind, I only decided to push my launch back a week and a half because we were going to Florida first week of February and I knew that I could not be doing launch stuff while I was there. So my launch, my, my course was only partially made while I was launching. So I was launching a course that wasn't fully made. I was trying to market a course that wasn't fully made. So I was trying to create content for Instagram, content for Facebook, content for TikTok, while still creating content for the course. It was all written, but it wasn't videoed. It wasn't, there was no slides there. It was not put together. Everything was on paper, thank God, but that was it. So Launching that way is extremely stressful. I don't fully recommend it. I've heard people say you can launch as you go and that's okay. If that works for some people, great. For me, it was a shit show because I really wanted to, I had a vision on how I wanted to market it and I could not make that vision come to life the way that I wanted to because I was just being pulled in like 30 different directions. You know, I had to waitress, that was bringing in the income. I had to actually get the videos for the recordings out for the course because people were buying the course and they deserved to have, like they deserved for that to be really good. You know, that was most important. But so when it comes to launching a course, create a timeline, you know, it's definitely going to take some time, you know, depending on what your business is or your product or your service, you get to decide that timeline. For me, I think, you know, if I had those extra four weeks back, I think it would have been great. I think I could have created the content that I wanted to create. I could have had more time editing videos and just being, you know, you know, I was creating reels like between stuff and like they weren't even good reels. Like they really weren't like it wasn't the best content that I wanted to create to market my course. And I also did a webinar. So a webinar was a free training, which I really wanted to make sure I was teaching people on this training and I had a pretty good conversion rate for the training. So we're going to talk about that. So step one was obviously market research and then being able to pivot. Step two is creating your timeline. 
you cannot be overwhelmed or stressed like it's going to, it's a stressful process so creating a timeline that works for your product and service and business is going to be really really helpful so step three is how are you going to start selling people how are selling to people for digital courses i took amy porterfield digital course academy you know i spent money on that i wanted to make sure that i followed her you know design of the course and it worked it really did you know i learned a lot in that area so she teaches free webinars um you do free trainings and then you talk about your course at the end and it was great you know I had, I actually, let me pull up my cell phone because I will kind of give you some numbers. What I did from my launch is I looked over all of my data and I highly recommend that after you launch something, always be looking at your data. You know, even if numbers aren't your thing, I like to say it this way, numbers and math are different when it comes to business. You may not be, you just need a few different formulas, just put them in Excel and you're good. Like just stick to what you need to have but you need to look at your numbers. You need to be looking at what are you spending? You know, what are your conversion rates? What is the profit? All of these things are super important when owning a business. So I looked over my data and I had a 7% conversion rate from my webinars, which is actually really good considering it was my first launch. Amy Porterfield says about two to 3% is a good conversion rate for your first couple of launches. So keep in mind, it's not always going to be smooth sailing. You know, if you have a $20,000 first launch, kudos to you. That is freaking amazing. Not everyone is that blessed. And, you know, so if you are launching something and you're like seeing how people are becoming millionaires off of their courses, well, that might not happen the first launch. And so looking at your conversion rate, like seeing 7% was really good for me. I was really proud of that. I, you know, like I said, my timeline got screwed up. The way I marketed wasn't my favorite. So seeing a 7% conversion rate made me happy. So that is why data is so important. And then I looked at how much I spent on ads, which I did do ads and I had a very low ad budget. Like I didn't even know if it was worth it having that low of an ad budget, but I ended up spending $30 per sign up. That's really not that bad. Um, I definitely like made my money back. That gives me some encouragement about running Facebook ads in the future. So if you've never ran Facebook ads for your business, I highly recommend, you know, either, you know, I got a free training from being in Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy, which I could not have done it without that training. So Facebook will help you set up ads. Um, they have free consultation. There are a few incredible women out there who have Facebook ad courses, or you can pay someone. Doing your Facebook ads correctly is very, very important. If you do them wrong, you are just throwing money into the toilet. That is it. Do not, you do not want to do them wrong. So keep that in mind. So I looked at my data and I was like, all right, those are not that bad for numbers. For my first launch, like I will take that. Obviously $30 per sign up. I would have liked it to be under 20 and that is my goal. So let's move on to what my strategy is going to be for next launch. I originally wanted it so much sooner and then like, Life just gets in front of you. So I looked at a calendar the other day. I'm going to launch in April. You know, my course is now built. I am going to make a few updates to it. But overall, 
course is built, so I don't have to worry about that finally. That is off of my plate. And then it comes to how do I want to market it? I actually want to market it slightly different this time because I feel like in the early stages, you should try different things. You know, if something works absolutely phenomenally, okay, stick with it. But for me, I'm a little adventurous and I like to try different things. So I'm doing it in a way where I actually plan on launching a few different ways for the first year and seeing what works the best for me. So last time I did the Amy Porterfield way, this time I am going to try a little bit different. I'm going to still do some of the same principles that Amy taught us because they were excellent. However, I am going to do a small ticket webinar where it's going to be a lot more information. So I'm going to do two options. So I'm not going to actually say what they are, but I'm going to do two different choices. I have to choose between like really soon, but it's probably going to be like $10 and I'm going to teach so much more information. I am going to really give people that even if they don't sign up, like they're, they learn something. And the reason why I want to try it this way is because I did have a good conversion rate. If people spend even $10 and to do a training, the chances are they're going to try, they're going to want to show up more. You know, my show up rate to my webinars were not very good. So pretty much every person that watched my webinar signed up. That's, that's really good. So like that actually makes my conversion rate so much better. I did my conversion rate based on every person who signed up, not every person who attended. I would say it would be like 80% to 90% if I did the math. I don't have it written down in front of me right now. But if I did my conversion rate based on who came or watched the replay. With that in mind, I want to do a like $10 challenge or workshop where I teach a lot more and talk about my course a little less. And hopefully, because they spend $10, they show up. And if they show up, maybe they will convert. It's a new way. It's a little different. It's a little scary because not that people are going to be like, you did it free last time. Well, I'm charging because I'm going to give a lot more information and by charging, maybe I cover the price of the ads this time because I'm upping my ad budget a few hundred dollars, which is really, really scary. That is a scary investment for me. I like to see money in my savings account. I like seeing money in my business savings account. That is going to be something I do. I'm going to up my ad budget because it did get me some leads. I am going to do a paid workshop. I'm also going to do a lot more marketing. So leading up to the launch of the course and the launch of the and announcing my workshop, I'm going to do a lot more free tutorials on cooking and meal planning and grocery shopping. I already do a lot of it, but I'm going to be very, very consistent with it. So that's going to mean a lot more you know, engage, hopefully to engage, hopefully for people to learn my, my teaching style to maybe reach a few more people. So these are just some things that I want to do. I call um, Amy Porterfield calls it the pre-runway launch where you just are starting to engage people. You're starting to really talk about your course without talking about your course. So the people who are engaging, the people who continue to like that stuff, they get to actually see it. And then when I do launch, it's not going to seem so out of left field, like, oh, wait, this girl like is launching something like this is what she sells. It's all going to really blend together. So I'm going to make sure I do more of that. 
I really want to work on doing some more video for it, some more behind the scenes of what the course looks like. So yeah, I just really want to focus on marketing. Since I have numbers from one launch, I am able to write down some new goals. First launch, everything was kind of just a guess, but now I have some data to go off of to create new goals, you know, kind of shoot for the stars. I have some dream big goals and I have some these, this is what a successful launch looks like if I hit this but this is what I really, really want as well. So I, I like to do goals that way. I like to do goals where I'm not disappointed. They're realistic, but out of my comfort zone. But then I also like to write down a goal that is shoot for the stars. I don't ever wanna put a limit to myself. I don't wanna just write down the smallest amount and be okay with that. So that is why I do it that way. For the next launch, I am analyzing data. I am creating goals based off of that. You know, you're, like I said before, your numbers are so important. And when it comes to having a business, no matter what it is, I don't care if you hate numbers, get over it. Like seriously, I'm sorry if that sounds tough. You own a business. You don't have to do your taxes. You don't have to be your accountant, but you need to look at your numbers as a business owner. You need to know what goals are hittable. You need to know what goals are shooting for the stars. You need to know how can you improve in certain areas if you aren't looking at numbers. Even if you don't love numbers, start looking at them. Start writing them down. You don't need anything fancy. Go into Excel and like literally just type in, you know, how much I spent, how much I sold, how much I made. Like start very basic. And of course, if you do like numbers, go make it super fancy. You can do whatever you want. It's your business at the end of the day. So I hope you find this helpful. I hope that if you are looking to start an online business, you remember to do your market research. You're willing to pivot. You make a timeline and you stick to it, okay? You know, unless something happens, you push it back, but don't keep pushing it back. That is when people don't launch and that is really the only time you're truly going to fail. Make a timeline. Then analyze your data post-launch. You know, make sure that you know your numbers and then create new goals. See where you can improve. Write a big dream. You know, make sure that you have your dreams for your business and for your life written down. If you don't, what are you going to do? Like, you're just going to hit the bare minimum every single time. Like, maybe it's time for you to get out of your comfort zone and say, I want a six-figure month or I want a five-figure month or you know what I just I need to make a few thousand dollars but like stop saying I need to make it and like because whatever you need to make you are capable of making more than that we deserve to live way more of an abundant life than just what our needs are you know I always say I need to make this and it's something that I keep hearing in my like heart that I have to stop saying it like that I have to stop living with that, I don't know, po that mindset of, oh, well, this is what I need to live off of. You know, I used to be really good with my money mindset. And like I said, losing a month of income really scared me. And it kind of made me feel a little small. But as I'm kind of like getting back into my like, you know, the hang of things again, I'm feeling more like myself. And I'm listening to myself where I'm saying, you know, even the other day, I was like, oh, well, I have to do this and I need to do that and I need this and I want. No, just take a deep breath if that's where you're at with money and business or your job and start writing down what you want because you're, you're allowed to get what you want. You are allowed to live an abundant life. You do not have to limit yourself. You don't have to limit God. And if you don't believe in God, you don't have to limit the universe. You are able to get 
the desires of your heart. So with that said, I'm going to end on this. You're able to get the desires of your heart but you have to put in the freaking work. You can be, you know, religious if you're like, well, God promised me this. He may have, but he also didn't tell you to lay in bed and wait for it. You have to meet him in the middle. He is going to do it. He is capable of doing it. But are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to persevere when it doesn't go your way the first time? Because if you want to be an entrepreneur, let me tell you, I'm only, I'm very new into this journey. You need to learn to get over it, to get over yourself, to get over your pride. You're going to quote unquote fail, but you have to get back up. You have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to keep going. You're allowed to have days where you feel down. I'm not going to say you can't do that, but I am going to say if you want to really succeed, you have to keep going. You have to be willing to be scrappy. You have to be willing to be innovative, but you also have to be willing to stick to something, okay? Stick to it. My launch, I'm not going into numbers, but like looking at data, it actually went really well. But looking at just the number in the bank account, I was like, man, that could have been so much better. But what if I just quit? Now I'm able to try it a different way. And next time I can try it another way or I can go back to the original way and really just compare numbers again. Don't give up stick to something. If you are really passionate about what you are selling or what you have to offer, stick to it. Just because it doesn't make you a millionaire overnight, who freaking cares? You have to put in the hard work, okay? You have to. You have to launch and you have to relaunch and you have to relaunch. Give yourself a year. Give yourself 18 months, whatever you feel comfortable with. Write down a date and write down a number that feels so freaking uncomfortable and see if you hit it. You know, if you don't hit it and you feel like to give up because you're wasting time and money, then go for it. But give yourself a year, give yourself 18 months, whatever it is, don't give up. You have to stick it out for at least 12 to 18 months. And even then, maybe you stick it out two years, whatever it is you feel comfortable with, but get to know yourself, get to know what your limit is, get to know what your boundaries are. Because as a business owner, if you don't know your boundaries, you're screwed. And trust me, boundaries are not my friend. I am going to probably burn out one of these days because I do struggle with boundaries when it comes to other people. And that is something I have to work on as a business owner, especially. But get to know what your limits are for your business. You know, if you fail for 18 months in a row, then maybe it's not the right thing for you. Maybe you have to pivot. Maybe you have to go back to market research. These are things that you just need to think about. Just because it's not working, it could be the way you're saying it. It could be your target audience is the wrong person. It doesn't make it wrong. So be able to commit to it, but then also be able to be innovative. You know, like I said, I'm planning launching multiple ways for the first year because I want to see what works for me. I want to, I'm learning about my target audience more and more every single day. I'm learning about what works for me, what makes me feel comfortable. So I'm committing to the course for a year. I'm going to try different things throughout that year. So my end goal is the course. I'm committing to it. I'm sticking with it, but I'm planning on being adventurous and pivoting the way I launch to see what works. And that is what is going on in my business, everyone. I hope this was helpful. I hope that you feel like if you are just starting out, you feel confident to do so. You know, like I said, I am not an expert. 
I am very new to this. That's why I'm shocked that you guys wanted me to talk about this. But this is what has worked. This is what's working and what I've learned in my own life and my own business over the last six months. I would love to do another update after the launch and we can talk about numbers again and talk about strategy and I will give you guys the full report on what worked and what didn't work again if this is what you guys are interested in. But I hope that you just jump in, make a timeline, start doing market research, start being able to pivot, be flexible. And I hope that you guys start the businesses that light you up. I hope you help the people that you desire to help. And I want to say thank you again for listening. If you liked this episode, please, please leave a review. And if you leave a review, make sure you uh, send me like a picture or just like send me a thumb, thumbs up on Instagram because I'm going to, I think I'm going to do a giveaway for reviews. So if you leave a review, just send me a thumbs up on Instagram DMs. I'll put the information in the show notes. Yeah, I'm going to do a freaking review, um, um, giveaway and I will do a $25 Amazon gift card. I'll pick and then at the end of March. So for the next couple months, not couple months, oh my goodness, for the next couple of weeks, Anyone who leaves a review and lets me know, I'm going to do a giveaway for you guys, okay? So, I'm really excited for that. I am really excited that you listened to this episode. I'm excited for my next launch. I can't wait to uh, keep you guys posted on it. So, have a great day, guys. And as always, be kind to someone, eat some really good food, and pat yourselves on the back because it is your time to thrive and that starts within. Bye.